Hello there, this is Take Note. This is our podcast. Premise of the podcast is that we'd, uh, Adam and I like to carry our notebooks around, and we thought, uh, what if we read the notes that we take to each other and see what we thought of them and also cover other topics in the realm of, of stationary pencils, pens, and then culture, books, films, those sorts of things, and then we got a podcast. Hi, Adam. Hi, Ted. How are you? Films. I like films. Pretty sure I stole that from somebody. I can't remember who it is, though. Was it John Hodge? I might have stolen that from John Hodgman, someone like that. I like it. My son admitted uh, he makes this very funny little face where he kind of does like a chipmunk. It's like an evil chipmunk kind of face. He's mm-hmm. eight years old. Mm-hmm. And he, he, he's he been doing it for months, and we, we treat it as... Like, it makes me laugh every single time. And he knows it, so he plays it up. He admitted tonight that he stole it from his friend, uh, Jose. Stole the whole, stole the look. <laughs> stole the whole idea for the look from his buddy. His funny, he was like, Jose's hilarious. That's where I got the funny face, you know. Well, if Jose... I was like, what? You stole it? <laughs> so proud of you. Oh, okay. You should, uh, you think you might want to bring Jose over, see if you want to swap him out? <laughs> I did immediately. I mean, I I want if I ever meet this Jose, I'm gonna be like, all right, buddy, give me the face. Who no. who wears it better? <laughs> oh, who wears it you better? Can't do that. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Uh, well, every show we do ask each other a question. What do you got? Means what have you written down in your notebook lately, Adam? Uh, what do you got? All right, Ted. I went to see the Fablemans the other night. Movie by Steven Spielberg about Steven Spielberg. And there's a scene at the end, and I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna give you anything specific about the scene because that would be it'd be a little spoiler. But after the movie, after this exciting scene at the end, the credits roll, I walk out, I turn to the five other people in the theater, and I go, That was that was David Lynch at the end there. That guy, that last guy, that was David Lynch. And the five other people in the theater said, Oh, okay. And I said, sorry, I was excited about it. And then I felt very funny for doing that. Not not funny, haha. And they turned to their partners and said, this is why we don't go to the movies anymore. <laughs> exactly. I really caught them off guard. I mean, I thought about it before I did it. And I thought that if, if any of them knew who David Lynch was, they were going to be kind of excited, too. But no. But don't you think they would have already known and they wouldn't have needed you to tell them if they already knew who it was? No, because, no, I don't think so. You you wouldn't have known for sure. I had to look it up to confirm. Okay. Yeah. So. So he's in a clown mask is yep. what you're saying. You got it. With a little, they call a little it. bit of his trademark gray hair poking out from underneath in the back. He goes, and we call it the Fablemans. And that's how it ends. <laughs> what, what do you got, Ted? Uh, my daughter's substitute teacher in this, I heard from her uh, as she showed me the instrument in question. Substitute teacher, if if you were good, she gave the best student in her homeroom uh, a homemade construction paper constructed katana blade, katana sword, <laughs> samurai sword. So my daughter came home with a, a construction paper samurai sword because she had a substitute that day. Wow. Is this like an origami, yeah. or is it like a larger? No, it was like, 
you know, three quarters, three quarters scale, I would say, you know, a, 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 a combat, <laughs> combat available blade. Combat ready. Yeah. Paper so I think right. there were two classes, the sub covered two classes that day. One student from each class received a katana. It's great. Yeah. Yep. Uh, what do you got? All right. Two quotes from Salman Rushdie. Uh, he was first interview after he was attacked was for the New Yorker radio hour. And, uh, I really liked the interview. And there were two things he said that I wrote down in my notebook. He was talking about, um, how his mother dealt with unhappiness. He said, she said that she would say, some people have a memory. I have a forgettery. And I hmm. really like that. And then he just talked to, there were some questions about, you know, that he's getting later in his career. And uh, he said, the young have to fake wisdom, the old fake energy. And I really hmm. like that, too. Yeah. This is a good interview yeah. worth seeking out. I shall. Yep. His book sounds pretty fantastic. It does. It does. It's a, it seems like an odd time to have maybe published the best book you've published in a while. And a, a decent, you know, in part of the interview, there was definitely uh interviewer saying, but we are going to focus on your book, but we're also, you know, trying to focus yeah. on just the book. And the book really has nothing to do with what happened to him. It was good. Sure. Yeah. What do you got? Okay. A couple of, a uh, couple of quotes from my 10 year old. Um, I asked her what she wanted for breakfast one morning, and she responded, uh, could you make me some scrambled eggs with a fruit element, please? <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, getting ready for bedtime just just a, just an hour or so ago from uh, the time of this taping. Uh, we're all just kind of making our way upstairs, and she said, Daddy, can you bedtimeify my room for me, please? <laughs> I dig that. And what does was, that mean? I, I, it means turn the lights down, turn the lamp on, turn the, get all the stuffies out of the way, turn down the bed. I I knew exactly. I immediately knew exactly what she meant. Cozy this place up. Get ready for the wind down. Bedtime of five. Bedtime of five. I love it. All right, you got one more. Well, yeah, this one's kind of a question for you. I'm gonna. Sure. I'm going to phrase this instead of as an answer. I'm going to phrase it in the form of a question. Okay. Should one put the letters M B A on their vanity plate? <laughs> would those be the only letters or would they be accompanying like uh, uh, it, uh were, like it might be werewolf like M B A dick or um, MBA ass, uh, MBA BMW. MBA please. MBA please. Uh. Yep. Well, you know what would be good? Would be MBA jams. That would be good. That's acceptable. Yeah. Yes. I guess it's, it's MBA jam, right? Not jams. I kind of messed it up. It's, I mean, an MBA is good and all, but it's not like the hardest thing to get. That's exactly what I thought. And that's why I wanted to phrase it to you as a question. Sure. Because I, I wondered if, you know, 
I wonder if I walk around this world going, eh, it's not that hard. You know? <laughs> I, I think it would be harder to run a marathon than it would to get, to get an MBA. That's so cool. if you're comparing it, if you could get a license plate that said like 26-1 or something, I think that commemorates a more difficult accomplishment than the MBA. Yeah, I mean, I haven't done either one, but I know oh, which oh, one I think God. I could do. Oh, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> but I think if you said to me, would what would be easier? You have to start tomorrow. You can choose either an MBA or a marathon. I would choose an MBA. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah. Which I know which one I should do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm I'm glad. You know, I, I I saw that note and I was like, am I just a curmudgeon? I'm glad we're no. both curmudgeons. <laughs> no. I mean, I have a mask. I don't have I don't have MFA on my license plate, do I? <laughs> I have BS. Get five MF. I get five MFAs before I'd run a half marathon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just worried about this chat bot, Adam. Because oh, you are. I had this thought today, and I, I, I realized, wait a minute, this chatbot's going to be writing all these emails that hit your inbox. Yeah. And for some reason, that just depressed me greatly. You know, at least there would, there would be a human being behind these uh, horrible daily junk emails, but... The idea that it would just be a computer spitting it out unique to every in, end user and that I might actually open it and read some AI-generated text as if it was written by a human. Right. For some reason, that took me to a dark place. Yeah. I, I think I've got three thoughts on them. Let's see if I can keep them organized in my head. The first is I really try to when I'm writing a email newsletter for my business. I actually tr really like when I can put voice in there, and I think I do a pretty good job of having a voice, not too often something that's jokey, but that is actually funny, and there's a reason it needs to be in there. And I feel like there's just a little bit of it. It's not too much, and it's fine, but it's, it's there's a little personality. And it occurs to me that uh, the the AI is going to be able to do that. No problem. Yep. The second thought include, is... Include a joke about roto-molding. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. Um, act like a human being in this next <laughs> sentence. Yeah. The second thought is that we should probably um, get the the chatbots to write um, blog posts for our website, and then we just, like, we date them at, like, their old ones just for the... Uh, just for the search engine traffic, right? I mean, like, we shouldn't do we that. We could get it to that write... that would be a successful ten, thing to do. 10,000 blog posts. Yeah, yep, and just, you just make them the I older mean, ones. This, this might break the internet. Yep, yeah. If, if, yeah. The, if this is just churning out new semi-human content that, with unlimited endpoints, the, that might be it. And then my third related thought is uh, CityCast Chicago's newsletter today, this morning, was about um, collecting 
like collecting your uncollected, finding your uncollected funds that the state is holding for you. And uh, they had a little link to it, and they talked about how much each of the uh, people from City Cash Chicago made just by doing this. And uh, I clicked the link. I had three uncollected funds. By the end of the day, I got an email that there's a check for $149 being cut to me. So, wow. uh, yeah, so I think the <laughs> folks at CityCast are going to beat ChatGPT, if that's if I got it right. ChatGPI? Chatbots. Chatty, chatty chatbots. I think they're going to win. By, by caring about people. Yep, by caring about people, by keeping it personal. And there's no way that the, I mean, I guess there is, but I can't see the chatbots. The chatbot might find that story. But I don't know that the chatbots are going to be able to add their own personal spin to it. I think you just have to write in add your own personal spin to it, and then it does it. But I think that the new spam filter is going to be somehow detect what is written by AI and what is written by a human. Yeah. I mean, I'm unprepared for this discussion, but I feel pretty confident that I saw a headline we're, that they were, were all unprepared for this discussion. Right. That's the point, man. Right. Because none right, of us be, are ready for this. We can't do dystopia. enough research for a discussion anymore because the chatbots are just creating more and more for us to read. For the you, research. Can't, you can't read it all. Yeah. I had a professional colleague say to me, uh, yeah, I, j- I had to write a letter to someone and, you know, instead of staring down the blank page, I just, typed a prompt into chatbot and it wasn't perfect but it got me going and it was not so far off that i, I was like oh my wow, goodness this is happening at my i'm not criticizing my colleague she's amazing i'm am just staring down the 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 juggernaut reality that's that's uh headed down the headed down the way it's a generational thing and it's also you and I met at a journalism program, and so mm. we have a – our heart is in sitting down and writing your thing yourself because I remember the first time I was working on a project with a colleague years ago and needed to come up with some sort of text for something, for some sort of presentation we had to do. And so she just Googled it and found some other presentation like it. And we didn't gave and here's the slides are ready. And it wasn't, it wasn't theft. Cause I got a similar story like that, that I think I've told on the, on the uh, show before it was, it was out there in the domain to like, you know, you probably don't copy this exactly, but it was out there for people to use. Um, and that's just not what you or I would do. And no. may, maybe it's cause we're just a little, older than we're comfortable admitting um or but or maybe it's you know coming up in journalism i just want i just want my emails to be written by some underpaid intern rather than a an unpaid supercomputer it doesn't seem like so much to ask no it's not but isn't the solution to just mark to just unsubscribe from all that stuff if you're not certain I think I think it's it's I mean that's I'm already there, um, and I mean hey who am I to say maybe the AI emails will actually be super useful because computers will be better at make writing good emails who knows With just a little um, half joke in it a little half the whole thing the whole thing is like a half joke, but also the other half is 
meaningless void closing in on us. Uh, the opposite of that are dapper notes. That is the exact opposite. And I I subscribed to dapper notes. Oh, I, nice. You guys have talked about them so much. I, I've had one. It was, it was quite some time ago. It was a notable experience. Um, but I just, I went ahead and uh, uh, pulled the trigger and, and signed up for your subscription. Haven't gotten them yet. I have to say this this website, um, which is shop.dappernotes.com, I think, or, or similar. Um, it's really a handsome website with great fonts and really nice images. And so I felt uh, surfing over there. I felt very, very coddled aesthetically to to uh, sign up and see what shows up in the mail. So I know um, you don't you don't have it yet, but w- what do you get? And what does it cost? Well, you join the Bookhead Club, and it costs eighty five dollars, and it's an annual subscription. And don't quote me on any of this, even as I look at the website. But I think you get six. Did we decide it was uh, six notebooks delivered to subscribers? Every two months. When do they come? I don't know. I think they come every two months. Good. But I'm not looking at the I don't website. know. I'm offline. Um, I'm, not on, I'm not on Dapper Notes because I, uh, you know, because I'm right. trying to be an accountant over here. They're, they're going to send me some notebooks. It's going to be great. <laughs> It's um, going to be great. And, you, but, and the other thing is you don't, I mean, just like kind of like field notes, you don't know what kind of edition you're going to get. Yeah, I, that's, what I, that, that's what I like. I would rather do that and have somebody, you know, send me something surprising than, than go through their site and even, you know, pick, pick oh, 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 how important I am that I need to pick my perfect dapper. <laughs> no, no, send me something cool. The guy's, right. he's creative and, and it's going to be beautiful and I, you know. Um, it's going to have a nice thick cool cover and it's going to be good so I, I was happy you know you get that little squirt of dopamine when you support someone who's creative and who's built their own thing and make something unique that's also really nice so I, I was happy to kind of pull the trigger like that I know people consternate about that thing a lot once I do there, there's two things I, I rarely overthink subscriptions to people making cool things and subscriptions to magazines i might cancel the magazine but never do i regret paying money for those things right. and i i on the on the similar note i subscribed to the new yorker print edition recently because it was time for me to stop mooching off my mom's new yorker digital account plus they changed it where you had to get an email to log in instead of just entering a password Right, um, so because they're all doing that. I think I can't remember if I've ranted to you privately about that or yes, about you uh, did. on the show, but it's yeah. I I was experiencing it, and I thought this is what Adam was ranting about <laughs> <laughs> that time. That one rant, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, there's only so many times you can text your mom and be like, "Hey, uh-huh. uh, hey, listen, if you if you see an email in there, just give that a quick click." All right. <laughs> it's just sad. So. Subscriptions, uh, non-regretted subscriptions. That was the theme of my week. It's fantastic. I, I haven't subscribed to anything recently except uh, $149 coming back to me from the state of Illinois. Um, <laughs> and you got me a subscription to Texas Monthly. Yeah. It was a little surprise, and I enjoyed that. 
I didn't, well, I didn't some little... enjoy how strong the sticker was on that beautiful 50th anniversary issue cover because I tried to peel it off. Yeah. And, yeah. Just took, took Willie Nelson's nose right off with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's a great little magazine. I learned about uh, miniature cows. <laughs> they had, uh, it wasn't a miniature story about miniature cows, but it wasn't a long story about miniature cows. It was exactly the right size. And, you know, you don't think this when you're thinking about miniature cows, but then as soon as you hear it, it makes sense. The people buying miniature cows are often not prepared to raise a miniature cow. <laughs> Getting in over their heads. Uh-huh. That's right. Immediately. Because Immediately. they're imagining, and I think it basically says this in the article, <laughs> that these cows are going to remain much more miniature than they're going to remain. They're going to be smaller than cows, but they're not going to be as small as the people buying them want them to be. Cows cows start out quite large, so a, a smaller version of a very large animal might still be a fairly large animal. And this is the kind of insight into what's going on in Texas <laughs> yes. that I wouldn't have gotten without that gift from you. Yeah. Texas Monthly, their subheader should be Dispelling no myths about Texas since <laughs> 1974 or whatever it is. That's right. What if um, what if I go a whole year of Texas Monthly and at the end of it I'm still talking about... Remember that miniature cow story that came in the first issue that I got? <laughs> you, might, you might be. We, uh, we go through the Texas Monthly and they put all these new Texas restaurant names and little mini reviews in the back. And we, my family uh, reads the name aloud... And then we either give it a thumbs up, a thumbs down, or a or a Joaquin Phoenix like thumb, you know, neutral thumb in the middle, judging all of the new restaurant names. With Texas Monthly, that's a fun I, game, you know. You make your own traditions. As See, a I wasn't going to be able to do anything with that restaurant section except wish that I was in Texas more often to go to these restaurants. But now I have a game to play with the family. Yep. Yep, I think uh, I think even though you're not a Texan or in Texas, I think you'll still be able to participate in the game. Yeah, I think so too. But then, so we'll, as a family, we'll give it the thumbs up, thumbs down, and then we'll text you and yes. find out what's if if we gave it the right score. The, I am not being Texas facetious family. when I say. I am not being facetious when I say, I hope that you will do that, and my family will take the results of your texts very seriously <laughs> when we engage in the exercise ourselves this this i i want this to be real okay we every month we do this we we put we we break out time we stop our day do you do this at dinner and it's usually it's usually a sunday breakfast instead of church that's what i thought that was my hangout next time you do it instead of church yes that's our religion Texas Monthly Magazine. Well, Adam, it's been a delight. We should go check and see if Joe Biden's finished his State of the Union speech yet. Until we find out. Yeah. <laughs> let's do this again. What do you say? I was going to say the exact same thing, except I, I'd forgotten about the speech. Uh, you can find us on uh, JoeBiden.Speech.No.Gov. <laughs> no, that's not right. Probably don't go to uh, JoeBiden.Space. I imagine. <laughs> no. I imagine whoever's parked on that site no. is not doing good things.
No, I'd imagine not. Uh, you can find us on takenote.space. That is, that's, that is a legitimate internet website that will, that will cause no harm and, in fact, will repair harm if, if that's what you need because uh, you'll, you'll find some blog posts about notebooks and other fun stuff to read I'll, I'll, I'll get on, get on uh, chat GPT or but that's probably not what it's called. Yeah. And um, there's, I'll have them. There's pencil. How do pencils yeah, repair harm? And we'll post there's 84,000 blog posts for you to read over at our website. <laughs> All backdated um, so that we can get more people to accidentally come to our website and be disappointed. <laughs> because <laughs> there's, <laughs> we don't want to have people purposely come to our website and be disappointed. No. But we'll take them no. if they come accidentally. Two seconds at a time. That's all. That's how, that's how much of your time we want on our website. That's right. Um, and you can find uh, you can find a link to sign up for our newsletter, handwritten, homemade, housemade, uh, by Adam and I. Good stuff. Uh, sign up there. It's a Substack. And then if you'd like to support the show monetarily, if you don't, great. Uh, if you do, you can find our Patreon over there. The people who, who do support us, boy, amazing. Really appreciate it. Super cool. Thank you. That's special, all we can say. Special shout out to Terry, who uh, he, he didn't get his zine for some reason. And then I sent him the replacement one late. Thank you for your patience, Terry. Thanks, Terry. And thanks for your support. Talk to you all soon and take care.